We are overconnected and overworked. We suffer from social and technology overload. We rarely experience the joy of solitude or the respite of nature. We're always on. We never turn off. And that's why we started the Getaway Podcast. I'm John Staff. And I'm Pete Davis. Today, we're joined by Ryder Carroll. Ryder is a digital product designer and inventor of the world famous bullet. I've never heard of it. Journal we'll get back to that. Method, which he is currently writing a book about. Welcome to the Getaway Podcast, Ryder. Thank you for having me. Welcome. The first thing we do is we lock up our cell phones. Do you have your cell phone on you? Mm-hmm. Would you please present it to the highly technical Getaway? With pleasure. Cell phone lock drawer. Closing the drawer. We lock up our cell phones because we're trying to fight back against the excesses of the digital age. One of them is we're on our phones all the time. And I think what you're trying to do with the bullet journal is fight back against the excesses of the uh, whiz-bangs and whatnots that are online <laughs> apps to try to help I would like a new co-host. be productive. <laughs> <laughs> and you said, let's make it simple. Let's just put it in a notebook. Is that... I don't know what it is. Okay, tell us what it is. <laughs> um, I guess the one-liner is that I think that the bullet journal is a mindfulness practice disguised as a productivity system. So it's not just about keeping lists. It's also figuring about what matters and what's important. And I feel like stepping back from the noise that we have in our digital lives is the first step. So, you know, it's, it's a productivity system in the way that we've... Usually, I remember like the peak productivity system, like 2011, 2012 in my life. It was like, here's Asana, here's uh, Apple Tasks. What were some of the other ones? Trello boards, uh, all the, all, you know, if you use this crazy method where you plug this in every day and you get this alert and put it in your phone. And what yours is, just to explain to John, who still, I think, doesn't know what the bullet journal is. I am interested, though, because (laughs) none of those things ever worked for me. Yeah, they don't work. It's like a secret. I'm partially involved in running a company. And I keep a secret, which is that I have no task list that works. Things are at the bottom of my inbox. Things are on you know, note cards in my pocket, things are in like notepad on the computer. The only app that's really ever worked for us is this simple app called Captio, which helps you send an email to yourself. But <laughs> that's that's all there was. So so you've come up with this great alternative that doesn't require any code at all. It just requires a blank notebook. So what is it? Well, um, this, so the bullet journal method is two parts. And one is the system, which is what most people are familiar with. And the system is basically a non-linear and modular way to organize thought. So what does that mean? Essentially, during the day, it gives you a specific way to codify your thoughts as really short bullets and assigns them a symbol so you can tell whether or not something's a task event or note. And then it also helps you take a step back each month to kind of reflect on what it is that you're working on for me I think lists are incredibly effective, but only if they're curated and maintained. And a lot of digital apps make it incredibly effortless to a fault to capture information. So a big part of bullet journaling is coming back to the things that we write down to make sure that they still are actually adding value to our life. So the way you can think of the bullet journal is as a Lego set, where each single piece has a very specific purpose. And people can design their own pieces and snap them into the framework, essentially. So if you're doing 
if you're working on a project, you can create a collection, as we call it, for that project. Or if you have a fertility tracker, you can create that. Or habit tracker, whatever you need, the bullet journal can basically evolve alongside what your current priorities are in life. And figuring out what those priorities are is part of the practice. Is this something I buy? Do you sell it? I sell a custom notebook designed for bullet journaling, but you can really use any notebook you like. So the bullet journal notebook, the official one, has a couple of details that make it even simpler to do. But if you have a blank notebook and something to write with, that's all you need. Okay, so I have a steno pad. Would this do it? Uh, for the listener who can't see, uh, John is holding up a steno pad and uh, Thank you, looking Peter. for a pen. <laughs> okay, I have several pens. I have a yellow marker. Would you be willing to teach me? Could we get started, or is it too complicated? I would say it would be too complicated to do in the time that we oh, have. No. Okay. Give me some tips on how would I get started. Well, the first part of it is starting to get in the habit of writing down your thoughts as short-form sentences. So we have this thing called the daily log, which is kind of like the workhorse of the bullet journal, where you just write down the date, and then you categorize your thoughts as they bubble up throughout the day as tasks, events, or notes with symbols. And essentially you start doing that and you get in the habit of doing that. And then we have this thing called daily reflection, which essentially you take five minutes at the beginning of the day and five minutes at the end of the day. And then you sit with that list and you start asking yourself, does this matter? Is it vital? And if it doesn't, then you cross it off. The whole point of bullet journaling is starting to weed out distractions on an ongoing basis. You know, you don't have to wait until there's some kind of crisis, right, professionally or personally, to be like, oh, you know, what are my priorities? A big part of bullet journaling is just, like, constantly being in touch with yourself and, you know, making sure that you're working towards the right things. That is hard. Yes. I haven't tried your method, but I've tried, you know, other versions that, that try to get you to do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, not proud of this, but I wonder if you have tips for it. It's life gets so full that it feels like, well, I don't even have time to do that. Sure. Sure. Well, I mean... I guess you have to take a step back and you have to think about time, right? For me, you can't make time. You only can take time, right? But even there, either you take the time for yourself or that time is taken from you by external obligations. You know, like that's how our calendars fill out. All of a sudden you're like four meetings where you don't even know what the meeting's about or the people who are in the meeting and all of a sudden your day's gone, right? Or you're racing around town doing all these chores and you realize that none of that really mattered, right? Those are things that you didn't need to do. And a lot of these distractions, I feel, can just slip into your day because it's much easier to accept a task than to actually weigh it, right? Um, And see if it's actually moving you towards what you want to move towards. And maybe you don't know where that is, right? Maybe you don't know what is meaningful or gives you purpose. A lot of us don't, but I feel like we need to start asking ourselves that question and you have a choice. You can either ask it when things get really, really intense or really bad, right? You have some shade of crisis, right? And then you're like confronted by all these existential questions or you can do it in a lot more gentle way every single day. Just ask yourself like, why am I having this meeting? Why do I have to run this chore? Like, and you start getting in the habit of just being more mindful of how you're spending your time and energy, which is really the core of what the bullet journal method is all about. One of the things you said resonates with me, and Pete and I talk about it, which is it's easier to accept a task than to think about if you want to do it. And it's especially true, I think, when other people are asking for your time, mm-hmm. um, where I, I sit with lots of emails where people say, you know, I'd like to get together. And, you know, there are a lot of people I want to meet and I get a lot out of meeting. And I, w- I also want to be helpful, but um, 
occasionally I want to say no and I just can't. I just say yes. And we call that throwing throwing our future selves under the bus. Yeah. Right? Like I, I solve the problem of this minute yeah, yeah, by yeah, scheduling yeah. a thing a month from now that I really don't want to do. Yeah. Current self felt really good at that moment. Yeah, it's like, wow, I'm done. Archive. Then you wake up and you're like, oh, gosh, what am I doing today? It's a great way of putting it. Yeah, yeah I mean... I think it's important to like realize just because something can be done doesn't mean it needs to be done. And that's something that we don't like hearing a lot of the time. It's like, oh, but I have these things to do. These are tasks. They need to be done. Well, I mean, sometimes they do, but oftentimes they really don't. And getting in the habit of saying no, I think is really important. And it's really hard. At the same time, it takes work because you especially if things aren't a total drag, right? It's easy to say something where like, I really don't want to do that. Chances are that's probably an important thing, right? It's a responsibility and you just put it last on your list. Where it gets much more interesting though are the things that are somewhat interesting, right? Like you want to meet this person because maybe there's a connection there or maybe there's something. And I feel like that's what occupies most of our time. Like everything has some, some kind of potential and I feel like it's important to be able to get in touch with yourself and see, like, how excited are you about this? Like, if you really want to meet somebody, then I feel like that's worth it. But, like, maybe kind of, sort of, like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like we live in a very lukewarm existence a lot of the time with the things that we prescribe ourselves. Like, yeah. eh, maybe it could be cool. I don't know. I can, I, can, I, can, I can start to buy that, but I am curious about, you know, on the one hand, prioritizing our time is mindfulness. But is there a, is there a point when it spills over into selfishness? number one, where we're just saying no because I'm not going to get anything out of this. Well, the other person might get something out of it, number one. And number two, what about the spontaneous connections that we actually didn't know something magical was going to happen, whether that be a, a, you know, a business connection or, or just a, you know, I met a new friend um, that I would have said no to, but wow, I, 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 I rolled the dice and you know, had a really wonderful time spontaneously. Sure. I mean, first of all, I don't think being selfish is a bad thing. I think that that's, again, something that's like you have a limited amount of time and energy and sometimes being selfish, selfish is the only way you can protect that, right? Will you lose opportunities? Sure, but chances are you're going to be able to identify opportunities that really excite you significantly better. So we have, uh, we've brought in a special guest <laughs> to spice up the interview, which is Jordan, who... Welcome, Jordan. Hi guys, welcome. <laughs> uh, we're so glad to have you here. Uh, you are uh, working here at Getaway, and when we said that Ryder Carroll was coming, you said the Bullet Journal, <laughs> and you have your own Bullet Journal. I do. Included in that Bullet Journal was also a gasp of excitement. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I do have my own Bullet Journal. I've been doing it for about a year now. It's definitely helped me so much, especially in times of like stress or in school. It's great. And so do you mind sharing it with us? Because I don't know, one, what one is, and two, why it's good. Uh, Ryder's been telling me about it. I, you showed me on Instagram earlier. It's an app for photo sharing for people who don't know. And I noticed, and Ryder, I'm curious what you have to say about this, that a lot of it seems to be about drawing like really beautiful illustrations which we've not talked about. Is that part of it? And what's the experience of like then, seeing the hashtags it? on Instagram and where people have taken it? Okay, uh, two very different questions. Um, one is that, yeah, because it's something that you do in pen and paper, it lends itself to visual, visual 
channels very well. So it's very popular on, intre- uh, on Pinterest and Instagram. But unfortunately, it's also very misleading in some ways, right? Because people look at it and there are these incredibly beautiful, like illuminated manuscripts there, right? Like hours worth of work. Some even have like watercolor in them. And people have one of two reactions. One is I can't do that because I'm not a talented artist. Or B, I don't have time for that, right? And those are both very valid arguments. And unfortunately, what people aren't seeing is what's underneath all that, right? So what you're looking at is that individual bullet journalist's interpretation of my methodology. And they evolved into that. And for them, a lot of times decorating their pages and making it beautiful is something that allows them to actually unplug more. It allows them to focus. It allows them to motivate themselves to return to the book. But none of that is necessary, right? Like if you look at my bullet journal, it's just lines and black and white. Like there's, it's as minimal as it gets. So a big part of the bullet journal method is self-exploration, right? So I always encourage people to start as simply as possible and build from there and only add the things that add value and not just start by trying to emulate other people's notebooks that may be like well outside of their ability or time allotment. Jordan, would you be willing to share yours? You don't have to share anything you don't want to. But I tried to get Ryder to teach me how to do it, and he refused. <laughs> so maybe you could tell me okay, how so you what do are it. We, let's describe okay. it. What do we so got we've here? got, yeah, you describe it. We're okay. looking at a lot here. Okay, so when I first started, I kind of fell into the loop of having to make it look really pretty. But through just kind of time, I realized that that's not, like, doesn't work for my lifestyle. Um, so I start my journal with a monthly overview of like the month and what I have going on in that month pretty much just a calendar sometimes I choose a quote sometimes I just keep it blank then who's Mel it was Mel's birthday it was Mel's birthday (laughs) (laughs) how did that go it went pretty great actually (laughs) um I like to do a little one line a day about things that I'm grateful for or what happened to me um I like to track my mood depending on how the day was totally not necessary like Ryder was saying these are all things that kind of you know, lend to the person and how they're feeling. Um, I like to track my expenses, know how much I'm spending, I'm trying to save, so that, (laughs) trying being the operative word. (laughs) I like to also include a shopping list. Um, Sometimes I go through my monthly memories, and then I kind of just go into the weekly spread, so. And and Jordan, what makes this a bullet journal as opposed to just whatever you wanted on every page? What, what is the structure? There's that no checkboxes, I'm noticing. No, I don't do the checkboxes because for me, that kind of stresses me out, seeing that like I don't get the check unchecked, I guess. <laughs> so for me, I like when I get something done, if I don't get it, so for me, if I don't get it done, then I just move to the next day. Oh, the, wonderful. Yeah, oh, to the great. next day. Um, but yeah, I go to like weekly spreads, and then I start the new month, pretty much. Is weekly spread a bullet journal term? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. What, yeah. How do you feel hearing someone, writer, uh, uh, talking through this thing that you thought up? I mean, I, you've I never met before <laughs> until this morning. But now. <laughs> First of all, I, I would like to add that it's an incredibly lovely version of the bullet yeah, journal. It's amazing. Like, the handwriting is beautiful. Is wonderful. Um, I don't know. For me, this is like the most exciting part of what I do. It's like I, I've created this foundation, and then I see people just run with it and figure out what is meaningful to them and that's really the whole point of this right it's not just about getting your tasks done it's what lies underneath your tasks like what matters in your day what matters to you and like 
her bullet journal looks much very different from my own and that's perfectly all right and i love seeing where she ran with it you know where she took it and i see that in the community constantly like we we have very different lives and very different needs and i'm so glad to see that somebody can map their own experience onto the system And, and jordan do you think that it's been this good to you because it's on paper like if it was on an app filling out in like a structured form way do you think you would have it would work for you what make what's the thing with paper for me, the thing with paper is not getting distracted with anything else on my phone. Nice. It's very easy to just like click out of it and go to Instagram or check my emails or I got a text message and then I never get back to what I had originally started. There's no pop-up notifications on. No, no, no pop-up <laughs> notifications. <laughs> and Jordan, how would you say you know, your life has changed, if at all, from before you did this till now? In a couple different ways. On the organization sense... Um, I am more organized. I can see what I have planned out for the entire month if I wanted to take it that far or the entire week. Um, But also in more of a personal sense, it's great for me to be able to look back on things that I cherished or like for my one line of days that I do. It's great knowing how I felt on Tuesday, September, whatever, you know, it's just nice to see that I'm transitioning or growing or you know, I might still be at the same spot, but at least I feel better. Jordan, do you have any questions for Robert? You have the expert. You have the godparent of the whole yeah, thing here. As what, a bullet what are you struggling yourself. with? This is so much pressure. Um, <laughs> questions. Wow. I don't even... <laughs> on the spot, I never thought this day would come. <laughs> um, I guess I would love to kind of know... You know, you there is the whole artistic versus minimalist. Mm. How do you feel about just kind of finding your niche, I guess, or niche? Um, I think when I first started, I felt the pressure to do this whole artistic thing and make it look beautiful. But just, you know, kind of hearing you say, like, it doesn't have to be as artistic as, you know, it needs to be. Like, how did you find yours, I guess, is my question. It took work. And I think people don't like hearing that, right? It took me decades to figure out how to make this thing work for me and I feel like that's part of the practice one, one thing that I love in my my own life about bullet journaling is like it reminds me how much agency I can have over my own life but that requires effort and that requires us to unplug and the bullet journal is designed to add friction into our lives which sometimes makes people apprehensive of trying it out it's like what do you mean i have to rewrite this thing every month which is part of it like we migrate every month which is we only we rewrite the things that continue to add value in our lives like i don't want to rewrite that it's like if something is not worth the like two moments it takes to rewrite something then it's probably not adding a lot of value to your life right so for me it's just constantly figuring out what does like what what is valuable and i think it's also important to remember that that will change over time like you have a gratitude log now that will probably change and that's okay right i think it's important just to continuously be battle testing every preconceived notion you have like something works like it could probably work better or it will change or it won't add value later on in your life so in that sense i feel like everybody's bullet journal practice continues to evolve as as does mine it's definitely not done writer carol will be signing autographs outside a paper source near you (laughs) as the bullet journal goes fully viral and global we want to thank you for listening and we want to invite you to visit getaway.house 
slash podcast for more info on our guests and extras from this episode. Don't forget to write in and ask your questions at podcast at getaway.house or leave us a voicemail at 323-616-2929. As always, thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Alex. Thank you to the entire Getaway team. And thank you, listeners. We'd love to invite you to try Getaway and experience some more balance in your life. Go to that URL and use the code podcast25 to get $25 off all your bookings. Ryder, you got anything more? If you're interested in checking out Bullet Journal, go to bulletjournal.com. There's a free tutorial. It's four minutes long. That will get you the basics. And I would suggest that anybody who is interested in this be patient with themselves and make sure that they're doing it for themselves. I'm going to try it. I'm now convinced to give it a whirl. Great. Thank you, Ryder. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Before we go, we've got a special announcement. Peter? John and I have just published the first ever getaway book. It's appropriately titled How to Get Away, Finding Balance in Our Overworked, Overcrowded, Always On World. We wrote this book because we started this company not just to start a company, but because we care about what we're doing. And as the company grows, we want to make sure that the reasons we started it and the values behind it are written down, number one. So that's part of the book. The other thing we wanted to do is say, we're not the only ones trying to bring more balance to everyone's lives. Lots of people are working on this problem. Lots of people are trying to help us carve out time and space. And so a lot of the book is dedicated to other people who are doing amazing things to help us have more balance in our lives. If you haven't gotten enough of John and Pete and Getaway, you can get the book too. It is on our website for pre-sale October 25th. The first 50 to purchase the book will get a free $25 gift card to Getaway. Hope you like it.